Hello everyone, happy new year. So this week's episode, me and Jeff talk a lot about our club and we answer your questions on our Instagram that you have DM'd us, but I just wanted to highlight that in the episode we say that we extended the deadline till January the 3rd and that was something Jeff and I were discussing, but we didn't officially follow through with that. So um, I just want to preface that and I hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's episode. Today we have a very special guest. His name is Jeff. Hey Jeff. Hey there. Thanks for having me on this on this week's podcast. I'm this year's co-president. Yeah. And I'm I'm here today to answer a few questions that we posted on that we asked on our social media. Yeah, so we did ask a couple questions. Um actually you guys asked us on our box and i thought it would be great to invite jeff to come and answer these because who better than our co-president right jeff sure yeah so okay first off before we get into it i'm gonna ask you a question that i ask everybody what is your program here at uottawa what year are you in oh i'm in accounting um i'm currently in my third year i have a co-op semester this winter yeah so we're both third years basically and you were like like carl in um telfer which is the business side of u ottawa um so here we're gonna jump right into it sorry you know like uh everyone going into business it's all about the money yeah and you do do handle a lot of the financial aspects of our club amongst other things but you are very strong and i would like to say passionate about that, especially when it comes to sponsorship and funding. Um, but that's a whole other topic. So we're gonna, yeah. yeah, that's a whole other topic. We're gonna get into these questions. And the first one is what made you apply to be a volunteer and go for co-president? So um, I guess I'll start off What? well, you can actually start it off. What made you kind of apply to be a volunteer, get interested in UNICEF? Mm, I applied to be as, as every co-president, every president starts, it's you start by volunteering first and then you become an exec. For example, the uh, I, I was the volunteer coordinator and the finance director. And then you subsequently apply to become a president. But what motivated me to apply for volunteer was the fact that I have two, two little twin sisters. and. The thought of them not having the childhood that they had was how to say that something I didn't want to to see to experience. And thinking about it, I think we are lucky as individuals who can um, have access to education, the basic necessities, have fun, go out with friends. Not everyone can have that. And I wanted to contribute one way or the other. And UNICEF was the first thing I saw that I realized would help me to make a difference. And why I applied to become president, to become co-president, it's mainly to uh, bring another perspective to the club 
and use my connection in a way that would be beneficial. But yeah, that was the main driver to become a president. It's not about, uh, it's not really about the fame, the merit. It's just that the opportunity arised, I applied and it worked for me. Right. Um, and so you had gotten involved as a volunteer your first year, correct? Yep. And then you held um, the executive position of a, was it finance director and volunteer coordinator, correct? Yep. How did you like that? Like, how did you find balancing those executive positions and then versus balancing your co-president position now? Um, definitely it was easier to balance when I was the volunteer coordinator and the finance director, even if I was doing a two, two months job. I think when you become president, it's, there's more responsibility. You have to oversee everything. You cannot specialize yourself in, let's say, social media. You cannot specialize yourself into graphics. You have to oversee everything. And you always need to learn because the other execs and even volunteers would come to you to ask questions, feedback. So it's always the matter of learning. Uh, that's that what make it more difficult than handling volunteer coordinator and finance director. Yeah, I agree. I think um, managing a team is a lot, especially for our big executive team, which is only now growing. Um, our executive team now, if you have not heard our Instagram, we're hiring for a lot of more positions, which is something, Jeff, that you kind of wanted to uh, do for a while, correct? Like you wanted to, in the sense of have more positions or do more or manage more, what kind of, like what made you want to expand? And then like, did you reach a point where you're always like, hey, I need to grow more. Like you're saying all about learning, did you want to learn more and do more as a club? Uh, I think the fact that this particular year is online was kind of an eye-opening. You see the importance of how big, uh, you see the importance of how having a big team matters. Like we, we were not swamped to the extent that we had to compromise with schoolwork, which is something I never encourage any member of the team. But since we want to organize bigger events for next semester, we want to make UNICEF more known around campus. That was the main drive for increasing, uh, how to say that, uh, expanding our exec team, making it's more, I won't say diverse, but uh, creating position in, for example, the marketing, we would have the creative director, graphic director, website director, and you would have in finance sponsorship director, for example. Like creating those, those subsequent branches was a way to allow vice presidents in a way to have a breather while allowing directors to specialize in a field that they want. 
Yeah, I think that's really like best said, that was said really well, um, allowing one person to become an expert at a niche, right, um, allows your club to become better because everyone, instead of having like six VPs be the, be super, super concentrated on one thing versus like being super sparse, I guess you can't do eight jobs as well, right? Like you'd rather do one job, do it well, than do eight jobs, like with 10% minimum effort in each one, but just to, you have to do those jobs, right? And that was one thing I remember you telling me um, was that you wanted to do more, but it's hard not to compromise school because we're already meeting once a week for exec. We meet once a week for exec meetings and bi-weekly we'll have volunteer meetings. And since this semester is online, I think more people wanted to get involved or maybe see how volunteering online is. I, if I, I don't have the correct figures, but I think it was about a hundred. We had 200 applicants and about a hundred volunteers. So like we had to divide volunteers into groups and having to coordinate between two, three different groups, um, making sure that their volunteer led projects was, uh, to the best, like every volunteer was giving their best to make their event successful, was a demanding, a time consuming part of the job, of, of volunteering. Yeah, agreed. But also, we saw some really amazing volunteers in those three groups that I think these director positions would be perfect for. What about you? I agree. I agree. Like we've been talking to a few of them during uh, volunteer meetings and personally we've been, not personally, but we've been contacting them and encouraging them to apply because it's an opportunity that uh, they should take since they are, I, I say that to all of my friends in university, if you have an opportunity, you should take it at least try to, to get something out of trying to take that opportunity and learn from it. Yeah. And there's lots of opportunities like, and here in this club, and I think making the best out of, like you have to reach out and get those opportunities and make the best out of them. And that's what makes your university experience better. Um, and then also lets you feel like you have a purpose and you have a drive. Um, and it starts somewhere, right? Like we start as volunteers and then you start as exec and like your co-presidents, so it all starts somewhere. Um, and given those opportunities that you went and looked for and you gotta reach out for those opportunities um, and then you don't know where it's gonna lead you. So I think that's super, super important. But going back on our executive member descriptions, um, I'm going to explain this really quickly. So we have two co-presidents, with Jeff being one of them. And then we have six vice presidents underneath. And each vice president has about two directors underneath them, um, with the exception of VP Marketing and VP Awareness. VP Awareness has one and VP Marketing has four. So and they all kind of do what their vice president does. So we have like the vice president of internal, external, community engagement, bilingualism, finance, awareness, and marketing. So each director position kind of lies within um, each of the vice president's fields. And it's basically there like to help support the vice president in the little details. 
um, not the framework. So the vice presidents, again, for anybody who's looking to apply, um, vice presidents are there to support you. They're there to guide you. They're there to lay the framework and build that framework with you. And they are really there as your support group. Um, but for anybody looking to apply to these, Jeff, what's something you would say to them to kind of encourage them to apply and then why should they apply? And what does like the schedule look like in terms of like balancing school life? So like, what are the meetings like? What's the time commitment like? Things like that. Mm. As I said, I encourage everyone to apply, but the main reason would be because we have fun in every meeting. Like uh, you can ask volunteers, if you have any friends who are volunteers, you would, they would tell you during the meeting we'd have those small talks between exec and some people find it funny they want to they feel more comfortable they want to engage into the conversation but as part of, of the exec team it's going to be the same you're going to have like those inside information then crack jokes about it and from a more academic side you could say it's, a, it's something that you can put on your resume, learn from it, learn skills, uh, especially since you're university students and employers usually look at your, I think, first 10, five to 10 years of experience that you have. So or having something which shows that you've took initiative in your life or you, or you have been in charge of something is one way to get started, like to boost up your career. Uh, and in terms of commitment, it really depends on what director you are and how devoted you are to the club. Like for example, uh, Khadija here would put in maybe 10 hours a week or maybe more depending on how much stuff there is. She's in charge of the podcast, which in itself takes like one hour to film and editing on the side but it really depends like it's usually one hour and a half to two hour for our exec meetings so that's something you should consider it's usually in the week we don't really do it on weekends unless this there's a i say that uh inconvenience to someone uh but i would say in general five to ten hours a week depending on how like That's vice president or thing. the director position? The director, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the director, maybe five to 10 weeks, like that would be the max, I think. That, that would be the range. Mm -hmm. But as you get specialized, that was another, uh, another why we created more director position was, so as people specialize, they tend to get better at what they are doing. So it takes less time for them to do it. So before you would spend one hour on writing a blog maybe now you would spend 30 minutes before you would have to call 10 companies before getting one to answer now when you call you get maybe two or three companies to answer so it really depends mm -hmm. and if you want more information the easiest way would be to contact us on our social media or just send it send us an email we are always on the lookout yeah, and like Jeff said, it really depends on um, the position you apply for, how hectic it is, for example, any marketing position versus a 
or any marketing or community engagement position versus a finance position is completely different because for community engagement and bilingualism, if you're under that branch, you do have certain deadlines to meet. You still, you have emails to reply to. Um, things are always moving faster and it's not exactly that you're moving them, but you know, there's, there's external people in the club that you're dealing with directly or internally, I would say like other volunteers, um, translating documents and working with the team, things that all have to be done on a deadline. Whereas you can like make a mass email and send it out to a whole bunch of companies or work around your own schedule um, in the aspect of finance directors, you kind of work around your own schedule in the semester wise. So it really depends on what kind of person are you? How busy you are? Do you like to stack stuff up in the middle, the beginning of the semester when things are not that busy with school or do you like to do a little bit each day? Um, personally, I like to do a little bit each day. It keeps me engaged within my day. It keeps me engaged within clubs. Um, and I don't really like to do a whole bunch at the beginning of the semester. I just feel like I burn out or I feel like I kind of just like I'm not that passionate after like a month or two. So uh, for me, I really like to work on it every single day or every other day um, and stay up to date with everything that's going on. But what about yourself, Jeff? Like what's kind of like if you had to go for a position? Obviously you I mean, don't, like, but just like. <laughs> I'm usually the person who wants to do, it's like. Very different, we're very different. At 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. I will have that burst of energy to do everything concerning clubs. At mm -hmm. 6 p.m. I'll have another burst of energy to do, I don't know what else. Right. But uh, since I became co-president, it's like an everyday thing. It's like, you, you can't help it. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I remember one more thing why you should join is uh, that sense of achievement. I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but mm -hmm. it's like when you mentor someone and you see that person striving, making achievements, doing something with their life, I don't know, an achievement in any, any, any way, it's like that it brings you joy. I mean, personally for me. So if I, like, uh, we, I always encourage people, uh, the people, uh, exec members to take lead in our events. So for example, trivia night we had last semester was completely organized by Khadija and Anais, maybe with some help of some other execs to make the question, but you tell me like, it felt great when you see people having fun, mm -hmm. smiling, having a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So that I would say that's one of another big reason why you should apply to have that sense of achievement. Everyone's sense of achievement is different. Some others are more, how to say that? If you're going to finance, maybe it would be more monetary. You've got a huge sponsorship. Whereas when you are... Uh, VP internal, you're organizing an event for our volunteers and you see a huge turnout that might make, make you happy. Yeah. It's definitely, like you said, like everybody has that sense of achievement and it feels good, right? When you do something um, and you see it happening and you see it come to real life, at least that's how it was for us for the trivia night. We started working on it in the summer and then I think we did it in November and it was nice to see all our hard work paying off. But yeah, yep. that's really good. Um, and hopefully winter will be even bigger. Yeah, off of that, um, 
kind of like how do you balance everything related with clubs and school and like you said you never compromise school but then how like do you compromise club aspects like how do you balance everything um and how do you have it together mm, i think it's more about how you work like personally as i said i have that those bursts of energies that i want to do something but as a whole as i said it all depends on you like how i go is i would prioritize what i have to do in one day and then uh see when i have time to do them i don't really have that schedule like 8 30 I'm, I'm going to wake up and then by 9 i'm going to drink coffee 9 10 i'm going to do something else i'm not that kind of person i go more in terms of priorities what i have to do in a day but um like Khadija, she's more about having that uh, those time frames. So from yeah. nine thirty, I'm going to do that. So it all depends. Like if I have work, let's say between ten a.m. to let's say two p.m., and uh, I can do some work while I'm working. I can do some club stuff while working. Obviously, that kind of alleviates the pressure, but if I cannot, that's something I'm going to do at, at night, find some time to do it. So, yeah. Like, like Khadija, how, do you, how would you explain from your perspective, since we are like two different persons? Right. Um, I think it's really important to first realize that there is no right answer to this question. So for, there is good habits that you do need to incorporate, but you also don't have to be that strict on yourself because everyone is different. Everybody thrives on different things. So for example, like Jeff said, for him, he's really inspired at a certain time and he runs with that and he goes with that and that works well with him. So why would he change it up, right? So not everybody can fit in the same shoe and you shouldn't have to because you're not gonna thrive. And for me, I thrive on a routine. So I like, I have always been this way. I have always loved structure, I've always loved to know this is exactly what I'm doing with, with, um, with some like with a grain of salt, right? Like I don't, I'm not crazy. Like I'm getting up at this time and I'm doing it. Like if something happens, it happens. And I think that's like one thing I've learned is to plan for change um, with my position this year. So one of the best things I would say I do is I always prioritize. The, I'm sure Jeff and I, you probably can attest to this, the work is never ending. You could sit here for four hours and your list would still be as big, right? Like there's a long list and it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's and like we, I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry. It's like oh. we come up with ideas as we develop new ideas. Yeah, and me and Jeff are really especially bad for this. We'll sit here and we could go on a FaceTime call for three hours being like, like marketing this, 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 and that's great. However, sometimes you have to reel yourself back in and focus on your priorities. So what I like to do is I always, always, always have a list of, well, for my position, it is a lot of strict timing and promoting events on a certain time, when to promote them, how to promote them. So I like to make a list of them, right? And then when I make my list, I go through it. If I'm struggling and I'll do number one, number two, number three, this, like, this email needs to go out today. It has to, has to, has to. Okay, number one. This post needs to be up on Instagram, has to, has to, has to. Do I really have to make a graphic for something that isn't due for another five, six days? 
Do I really have to do that? Okay, I can do that tomorrow. Or that can be my lowest priority because I don't have to do it, right? It's still on the list. And after that, what I think would recognize, what I would suggest is being organized in the aspect of having your computer with you at meetings, um, making a schedule, like a physical calendar for UNICEF. That's what I do, especially my drive and having folders and Google Docs and dedicating like maybe just like 30 minutes or 40 minutes to like look over my schedule in the morning, see what I'm doing. But yeah, I don't, I, I think it's different for everyone. That's how I've always done it. It's always worked well for me. I've come, I've learned and grown. I've come in times where like, you know, something happens and I can't get a post up or I forget or I'm at work. I work two jobs. So it's kind of hard to like, if a post needs to go up at 8 a.m., and I physically am at work, like, you know, you can't do that. So I've run into issues the day of. And with that thing, you just have to be like, I'll just post it tomorrow or I'll post it at like 5 p.m. when I get off work. And that's okay. So allow yourself grace out there in the day. Eight hour difference, even if it's a day late, it's okay. Like, that's not the whole point of this club, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. And I think one of the, I've, I've seen it in first years, like, international students and sometimes even Canadian students coming in and they're in that new environment where they realize I have a lot of assignment due, I don't have time and mm -hmm. they get, they start the, the, the time, um, they're planning, like I said, 8 a.m. I'm going to do this, 9 p.m. I'm going, I'm going to do this and when they are not able to do it, something comes up or they simply are not able to meet their own deadline. They feel more stress. And that in a way, how do you say that? Uh, they feel more stressed and anxious because they could not achieve their, their goal. Mm -hmm. And that pressure carries on afterwards when now they have to do something that they missed the deadline for, even if they did not actually miss the original deadline of the work, if I make sense. Yeah, I think, and like deadlines is used very loosely. Like, obviously, like this is not like an assignment. Like if you miss things, it's not like you'll be 10% off. Um, deadlines in the aspect of we create deadlines for ourselves, just to make ourselves be a little bit more organized or um, have some control over our structure, I guess I would say over our club. Um, but yeah, and exec applications, we've extended the deadline. So this podcast episode, I believe is going live on the first, which is the Friday. And Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, but applications are closing. We've extended it to the third, which is the Sunday. Yep. It's January 5th. Yes. So if you're listening to this, you still have like two or three days to go apply for these positions. Um, there's a Google, there's a Google Doc. It's a Google form. Yeah, Google form with a Google Doc that has all these descriptions in them. So check it out. Um, but yeah, Rachel. check it out if you have any answer, any questions. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to ask. We are always happy to be helping others. Again, yeah. that's why main one of the main reason why we are in, in this club. Mm -hmm. You will see when you apply to become executives like it's kind of a small family that you will have. You will be calling Khadija at 10 p.m. Please, can you do that for me? Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, I think... Like, yeah. We don't restrict ourselves to what we have to do. So yeah. you will always see, for example, uh, 
Mia of Valencia Coordinators, I think she did the first episode of this podcast series. Uh, she's bilingual, so most of the time she will be doing <laughs> French translations. Yeah, and I think she's just messaged me as you said this. She's just messaged me and <laughs> she let me know that she has translated this portion of the website. So you never really run away from each other. I think, like Jeff said, it turns into like the small little family. Like you're just, and it's funny because like, you have seen the ups and downs, right? Like it's like when you're at, especially with online school, like you're slamming your keyboard and something's not working and you're like, you just need to do this. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know what is going on. Like, it's a very simple task. Like it could literally be like making a Zoom meeting and it's not working for you that day. And the amount of times I have gone to Jeff and I've been so frustrated with everything and been like, I'm sorry, but you just need to do this because I physically cannot. And I just can't. And Jeff will be like, take a day off. Like I will do it and it is fine. So don't ever feel stressed out. Like everybody kind of like picks up the slack for someone or everybody has a bad day and you're allowed to have a bad day. You're allowed to have a busy week. You're allowed to be human. The secret is to know who goes to sleep at 2, p 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. Yeah. Those are the person you need to annoy during that time. I go to sleep at around 3, p 3 a.m., 4 a.m. and I always get texts for some reason when everyone should be sleeping. Yeah. You should always message me in the morning. I will always be there. I'll always be on my laptop, 9am, 10am, and I will be able to do that work. Unless I'm at work, I will be able to help you out um, all the time. And you think that's it. I think we've covered all the questions everybody's asked for. I think the last thing you're going to ask is to anybody else who's listening, any volunteers, um, any, any director positions, anybody who's listening, what would you say for them to check out this club or what would you like, why this club or just a moment for you to kind of talk to them and like promote your club and the aspect of what makes us, our, our club different? Uh, Not to put you on the spot here, but kind of putting you on the spot here, fully putting you on the spot. Um, like personally, the biggest reason, like I said, why I joined uh, UNICEF, why I volunteered was because of my sister. But the other reason was when I was volunteering, I saw how dynamic the exec team was, how mm -hmm. much fun they had during the events. Even during the volunteer, volunteer led events, they would come, maybe three, four eggs, they would come at the same time, like chill, have fun with us. And I think that's the nicest memory I have. And also then, so the, the main re the other main reason I joined. So if you're looking for a fun club, want to chill, uh, so I made the list. If you join, you can have fun. It's going to help you in your career or your life. You will be helping others while helping yourself. And we offer counseling. <laughs> So what I meant by that is non-professional, uh, non-professional counseling. People would like you, as I, as we said, me and Khadija sometimes would be on the court for three hours and Jeff and I are just hour, exposing ourselves here. So it's like for one hour, we'll be talking about club stuff. The other hour or 30 minutes, we're going to dive, dive into something else completely unrelated. And then we'll go back to the club and then back and forth again. It's like, if you need someone 
to tell you something or you uh I, I forgot the saying it's like mm, okay never mind that we will tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear right so, yeah and i think like you said you start talking about clubs but then our team is so so diverse that everybody has an opinion not an opinion or a different perspective than you do and you keep growing, you keep learning. And that was me, for example, like Jeff and I had probably talked once when we were, I was a volunteer and Jeff was my volunteer coordinator. So like I said, yep. Jeff and I like didn't really talk. Not that we didn't, we didn't get along, but we just never had an excuse to talk. Um, however, when you are working towards a common goal, it's very common to become friends. And like, especially if you're, a good person, I would say, which most, most people are. Most people that apply, you know, um, they're kind, they're, they listen, and that's what we do in our executive clubs, the amount of times that it's so common for me to know, like, personal details about an executive member, mm -hmm. and not in the aspect of it being creepy, but in the aspect of just being close, you know, like, just caring, like, oh, how was your Christmas? Yeah. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? How did your exams go? What exam did you have this day? Um, especially it's like you... You become friends with people who have the same goals, share the same yeah. mindset. Especially people coming in UNICEF, we already have, we're already very like-minded, right? And yeah, for example, true. Alex, for example, who is our, I forgot her position name completely, to be very Advocacy director. She's our advocacy She's director. Advocacy. Or our, um, or Afi Lee, who is another director. Um, She's a sponsorship director. Yeah, our sponsorship director. Sorry, I'm just terrible with director and like positions. I know them, but I just don't know their position. Um, when they became, I did not know them at all. Like did not, was they weren't my year of volunteers like Mia was or like um, Manish or Erwin or Anton were. Um, we all moved together, right? From volunteers up to exec. So we were already good friends. You know, there's like that level of bond you create when there's chaos happening in your volunteer-led project. And like, I specifically remember like me and Tan, like in our committee, just like looking at each other and being like, we need to fix this. And I remember Tan like ran and, there, and that creates this kind of bond. But like I was saying with our director positions that they came up and I didn't know who they were, they became, we became really good friends really fast and we hit it off to the point where like, they're my good friends now. Like, I don't feel uncomfortable being like, you should do this or, hey, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I don't feel shy around them. Um, and I think that's important to recognize that everybody kind of like gets along in this club for the most part. Yeah. Everyone gets along from what I see. Unless there's some dirty secrets I do not know. I don't but, think so. Yeah. Unless it's we don't, if anything, it's we don't like Jeff. <laughs> but I think that comes with being our boss. And like, yeah, it's like... You. Every almost in every meeting, they would be roasting me, like voting to kick me out for some yeah. reason. But just as a joke, just to like, there's a lot of sarcastic jokes in our group, and I think that's perfectly okay. Anyways, um, that wraps up this podcast. Thank you so much for coming on, Jeff. Um, Pleasure is mine. Yeah. If you have any other questions, guys, feel free to DM us on Instagram at UNICEF. I think it's dot uadwa. Or UNICEF underscore UOttawa. I think our email is on un, UNICEF.UOttawa. Underscore, UNICEF underscore. 
yeah, our Instagram is underscore UNICEF underscore UOttawa. And then our email is UNICEF.UOttawa at gmail.com. Reach out to us any way you want. Volunteer applications have closed, but um, director positions for execs are open until this Sunday, January 3rd. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and we will see you again next, not next Friday, but the Friday after. Bye guys. Goodbye everyone.